Casino Royale, Chapter 22, The Hastening Saloon. Hello, this is Edgar Chaput, one of the co-hosts of the James Bond Complex, from Fleming to Films and everything in between, and I have been commissioned one chapter of Ian Fleming's 1953 novel Casino Royale. My chapter is 22, The Hastening Saloon. I think there are a few ways to approach a chapter like The Hastening Saloon, uh, because I believe it operates on two levels, like most good books can and should, perhaps, insofar as it operates for a first-time read, newcomers to the book when they get to chapter 22 and they go through it will have one type of experience and we'll get into those details and return readers whether it's your second third or umpteenth time uh, there are different deeper layers at play in the hastening saloon so i think fleming is very very intelligent in how he writes he I find 22, although it, it almost feels like a more of a transitionary chapter than anything else, in truth, uh, he knows exactly what he's doing. He is transitioning from the horrors of the torture at the hands of Le Chiffre to the, the trip to the, not the country house, but the, the modest motel along, along the waterfront in France. But he's doing a few things, and, and, and here are some of my thoughts with respect to that. If you're a first-time reader, chapter 22, well, as I just elaborated, does that transition. It also opens up Bond's psyche to an extent. Uh, by that I mean we get to understand his appreciation, or lack thereof, of the traditional manner in which couples come together and then break apart. There's a, a glorious chapter, uh, excuse me, a glorious paragraph, I meant to say, in which he really scoffs at, you know, the meeting at parties, his flat, her flat, some bed, more bed, and the inevitable breakup on a rainy day on a doorstep. It does say a lot about James Bond and why he is often seen and, and behaves like the eternal bachelor. Uh, another thing this chapter accomplishes is his opening up towards Vesper. Let us recall that the chapter begins with Bond's recovery, swift, once Vesper's visits become quotidien, uh, once they become daily. And he admits to himself at first, through the narration, more so than to Vesper herself, that he feels open with her. He can open up, he can discuss, he feels comfortable with her, which is... Again, not something we would necessarily associate with the character of James Bond, especially if you know him mostly from the films and you've perhaps never read a Fleming novel. So this is a very interesting opening up, an exploration of James Bond's feelings. Another interesting point, the chapter begins with uh, the narrator, Fleming, explaining how Bond prepares his uh, debriefing uh, memo, which is to be sent to M. How did the mission at Casino Royale develop? How did it end in the torture, or the, the kidnapping of Vesper and his attempt to rescue her? He makes it sound, and I quote, much more Machiavellian, end quote, 
than it actually was. He wants to uh, avoid having Vesper suffer any consequences at, at the hands of her superiors. So already there are these strong hints that he is absolutely softening, which can be interpreted in a, in a number of ways. Uh, whenever two people, potential lovers, experience a very dramatic experience, episode, the emotions are very high. So he has this one person, Vesper is the only person he can relate on that very intimate and quite specific level. So it's facilitating his falling in love with her. Then, of course, as the chapter goes along, they hire a car. They're going to uh, Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Versois, who own and run the quaint but very charming motel. And, of course, there's the episode where Vesper is terrified at the thought that they are being followed, which they may or may not uh, Bond has the car stopped, they hide behind a, a tall ledge, and there is a saloon, hence the chapter's title, that swings by around the bend and drives past them, and it seems as though the driver of this saloon does gaze at them or glance at them for a brief moment, which terrifies Vesper. It seems to reassert her tension, her, her fear that they might be followed, and Bond scoffs at that, saying, no, Look above us, darling. It's just the the, the major the, the the panel the the highway sign uh, indicating when uh, how close or how far the next town is. That's what he was looking at in reality. Oh, I'm sure you're right, darling. Kisses. Let's go back in the car and get to the motel. Uh, but again, the 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 seed of doubt is planted in the reader's mind at this point. Clearly, there's a, there are a good few chapters left. There are a good few number of pages left. There must be a reason why Vesper is terrified. They might be followed. This is a possibility that the reader must consider. So it makes a first-time read quite interesting. The extra layer, if you've already read the book, is even more interesting because, spoilers, we know that Vesper is a traitor to the British. She was ensnared by Smirsch, who had kidnapped a lover of hers and held him for ransom. And hence they wanted her to either foil directly Bond's mission at Casino Royale versus Le Chiffre, or should Bond win, uh, possibly somehow get the money from him. Of course, we don't know this the first time we read the book, but we do if we've already read it. And therefore, as Bond laughs off her fears and the tension and no, it's nothing, darling. The mission's done. It's over. You know, we're going to spend a happy week together. The, the second reading lets us know, ah, Vesper's not merely terrified because they're being followed by her enemies. No, no. They're, they're probably being followed by her nefarious employers, her true employers. The organization that is Smirsch. So it's very interesting. I, I think Fleming is a very astute writer, which I'm sure most people listening to this fan commentary already know. The other participants of this fan commentary probably already, already know this as well. But since my chapter is 22, The Hastings Saloon, I did want to really highlight that, how clever Fleming is as a writer. He, he plants those seeds, which makes not only the first time read quite thrilli thrilling, pardon me, but the second read as well, and the third and the fourth, and so on and so forth. 
So this has been my analysis of Chapter 22, The Hastening Saloon. I hope you've enjoyed it. And let's move on to Chapter 23. The Casino Royale Fan Commentary will return.